I have a note that says small things win. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mystery Maniacs. Mystery Maniacs is a comedy recap podcast dedicated to mystery TV. Each week. Why are you doing it in that way? I don't know. Dedicated to mystery TV. Each week we pick an episode of a show and talk about the murder, the mayhem, the loonies, and everything else we love. I'm Sarah. And I am Mark. And this is a spoiler podcast. If you haven't noticed, we're going to give away who the killer is. So if you don't know, you haven't seen the show, go watch it. And if your kids are transported to the new world, whether or not you want them to or not, they can listen to the podcast. <laughs> if they can handle simulating a head wound by whacking a watermelon, they can handle watermelon the show whackers. and the podcast. This week, Murdoch Mysteries, Season 1, Episode 10. But before that, we have to once again mention, next week, May bum, 8th, bum, bum. Annette Badland will be on the podcast. Yes. It'll well, be, she's already been on the podcast. But well, no, we, we haven't, haven't released we've it. We recorded it. Yes, we, we haven't released it, it yet. Yes. That'll go out on May eighth, and on May fifteenth, we are taking a break, so you'll have one week with no love from the maniacs. It's really two weeks, but they don't know that. <laughs> if you're interested, I will be at Indie Comic Con the fifth through seventh of May. If you want to go, if you're an indie and you want to go to a Comic Con and see me, I'm I'll be there. You'll be at the Spirit Booth. Yes, Table A One. Well, aren't you fancy? I know. <laughs> is we there, are, is there any table right. before that? No. We are, <laughs> we are Artist Alley One. Is that because you registered first? I don't know. <laughs> I'm first. I'm first. And then uh, there will be uh, some other stuff that we do, and then we will return on the 22nd of May. It's just one Monday where there won't be any Yeah, episode. just one Monday. And you get Annette Badland. Yeah. We bring it, man. That's worth two weeks. Yes, I agree. She was so fantastic. In the meantime, we can confirm through our inside sources that there is new episodes of Midsummer filming as we speak. Mm -hmm. Speaking of new episodes, the UK is finally going to get new episodes of Midsummer that yes, we've already episode seen. Episode 22. Yeah. Season 22, sorry. So uh, if you're in the UK and you haven't seen all of season 22 yet, be sure to listen to our mini episodes before you listen to the regular episode. So we got all minis for the four of listen them? Listen to the mini, watch the new episode. And then directly, like right away. Yes. Stay up all night. <laughs> listen to the podcast. Unless it's interrupted by another royal thing. Not like any royal thing is happening Saturday. No. <laughs> They're going to anoint Charles with the sacred oil. It's weird that I, like, okay. I think they should oil up his whole body. That's maybe, gross. Maybe that's what they usually do. You know, they put that canopy over. They put so the that, canopy thing over. So only the monarch yeah. and the archbishop of Canterbury the see the oil. Is the stone going to be there? The stone of scone. The stone of scone? Is it going to be there? It's <laughs> a taste of scone if you lick it. Okay. <laughs> So in the Terry Pratchett books, there yeah. is a stone of scone and yeah. it is a scone because it's a dwarf. It's a piece of dwarf bread. Okay. And their their bread is like rock. It yeah. lasts forever. And so I, I always get it confused because I think they call it the stone of scone in those books. But it's this 
stone from Scotland that got stolen and re back yeah. and oh, the the stone, da, ba, da. I I think yeah, I think it is. I think it's in the is probably the special chair. I like there was a time somebody will have to tell us where I was a younger man. I was like, am I ever going to see a coronation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Elizabeth's going to live forever. And now, now, well, now I'll probably see two before I go. Yeah. Wow, this happy topics already. <laughs> oh, you're going to outlive Charles. I think so. He's not aging as well as his mom, so I don't no. think he inherited her longevity. No, no I don't. I mean, think I'm so. not wishing him dead. I but... still think the Queen Mom's alive in a bottle of gin, <laughs> <laughs> just floating in it, pickled but living. <laughs> blip, 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 blip. Her and the lizard people. Uh, anyway, so make sure you listen to the mini before you watch the new episode. And those will be on all our socials too, so that you'll yeah, you'll be able post to the link, so they're yep. easy to find. The other thing that we're going to post a link to is a new Discord channel we heard about recently for Cozy TV. Cozy TV shows. It's not just mysteries; it's Cozy TV in general. Yep. So if you're a Discord user, it's a pretty cool place to hang out. I personally find Discord. A little crazy. I can't wrap my brain around. You got to get used to it. And if you're on Discord now uh, and you join the Discord, I'm Typewriter Mark on there. On the Cozy Show Discord? Yep, on the sh- Cozy Show Discord. We don't have a Discord for Mr. No, Maniacs. No, we don't have a Discord for Mr. Maniacs. I don't think we have a need for it. No. Or the mental bandwidth to mi- keep no. up with it. It's like a chat room all the time. It is like a chat room. What do those people do all day? I don't know. I got stuff to do. Speaking of, uh, the subreddit, I, I'm thinking of jazzing it up a bit by posting a little bit more of what we do outside of Mystery Maniacs. Like, I'll post about the Comic-Con and stuff like that. If people are interested, if they're not, they can ignore it. Yep. But, you know, we're a community. You can talk about more than just the show there, Would too. Would you post a Halloween update? Just yeah. to, like a little teaser? As yeah, Because, of course, see. we're already working on Halloween. We, so. me, about Sarah. 20 hours a week in the garage. Yep. Yes. So. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> Sarah's reaching the end of the semester, and we're both quite exhausted. Oh, students. I love them, but... Uh, one more person begs me for points. Like, stop it! Well, I'm not going to beg you for points. We're going to talk about child's play. Oh, is... can we talk about kids being abused, please? Yay! Okay. <laughs> we, we are, this, is uh... a, this is a tough episode, but we're going to do our best here. Okay? I have there found are, there, some nuggets. There are really important, difficult topics in this episode. We and are going, we're going to gloss over them. <laughs> we are going to gloss over them like crazy. Hey, homeschools weren't cool. Neither are residential schools. They're not cool either. They're cruel and unusual. And aren't we glad those are done? Why do all pedophiles have to brush hair? Have you noticed that? I don't know. Why, why is it a thing? Is it is mostly it... because Murdoch's not going to show us something worse? Thank God. Oh, why what? didn't she run into the room and go, What are you doing? Watermelons. Watermelons. Okay. There's fun stuff in this episode. <laughs> We will dig and we will find it. Sure is a fancy party. Yeah. So many feathers in people's hair. So this is originally aired on the 23rd of March, 2008, four years before my hockey team. Four years after my Oh, we're not going to talk about hockey. This is tough enough. <laughs> Good God, y'all. Oh, man. You, don't, you do not want to live with this man. It's Mudville, man. During <laughs> it's Mudville. hockey playoffs. Oh, it's geez. so bad. Oh, 
It's the, oh, the mood swings are something else. Directed by Sean Thompson <laughs> and written by Alexander Zaronoi. <laughs> Z-A-R-O-W-N-Y. Zawowny? Zawowny. Zar... Zarauni. Zarauni. That's what we're going with. Yep. So there's a party. It's a fundraiser for the Baker House, which is a home for girls. There's also a home for boys in Peterborough. How far away is Peterborough from Toronto? About a two-hour drive. Oh, that's pretty far for Charlie to have migrated. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> to find his They sister. say something that bothers me. So they say that they came from Quebec City, mm-hmm. and then they went to... Where was it? Then they went somewhere else, and then they went to Toronto. And then Murdoch says he went on to Peterborough. But Peterborough's back east. Well, they have a processing center, apparently. Where they rip siblings apart and separate them without even letting them say goodbye. The whole point here is that there are children in England that are poor and without parents. And that there are Hopefully, at least they're without parents. They're orphans. That there are people in the new world... Who need children it's very colonial it's just incredibly colonial okay so was it canada saying hey give us your poor kids or was it england saying hey take our poor kids it was england saying hey take our poor kids okay because they also sent them to australia australia new zealand all sorts of places yeah so and you know if you've ever read any dickens it wasn't too far before this in history when a kid as young as 10 could be sent to prison for hard labor yeah so they were sent to australia and apparently Canada. Um, Okay, so... So here's a fancy party. (laughs) Yeah, Rookwood is hosting the fundraiser for Calvin Baker's home, and then he gathers Flora, his wife, and Eva, his daughter, and says, let's be off. Get thee to the house. I'm going to go to work after. We've been here for an hour. An hour. That's how I feel about some parties. (laughs) Okay, we gotta go to this thing. We gotta be seen to be there. We gotta shake some hands, drink a cocktail. <laughs> Eat a bad hors d'oeuvre. Can we go now? And then Can we go poor now? Sarah. Can we go now? Poor Sarah is married to... Well, I, I'm... Okay, let's go. But, oh, wait a minute. I have to say goodbye to this person. Every party. And say goodbye to this person. Every party. Say goodbye to this person. I just go wait at the car. Yep. I just know people, so... You're good at it. That's your superpower, it's not mine. I'll tell you what isn't a superpower. That Rockwood and Watt glue factory and tannery sign is some piece of crap. They should have used their own glue on those yeah. letters. They're falling <laughs> off. They're like falling off. So yeah, they used to boil down animals to get the collagen from tendons and bones and use it for glue. Yes. And this is why you make the joke about, oh, that old horse is going to the glue factory or yes. whatever. Because they really did that. And it's horrible. Up until about World War One. It's also horrible that, like, I am not a promoter proponent of horse meat no but it's a lot of meat to waste it is it really is when there were people who were hungry yeah and it's it is edible yep in a time when people needed food yeah yeah just don't put it in lasagna and lie about it no all the <laughs> people in england know what we're talking about. <laughs> okay so let's get past all that hey you want to know something fun about glue yes Tell me something fun about glue. Well, other than some plant-based glues that were more of lacquers. 
Yes. This kind of animal glue was really what was available until World War One. Okay. Yes. But around that time, people started figuring out other ways to make glue. Now, if I say glue, mm-hmm. what company immediately? Elmer's right away. Yes. With the with the cow on it. Yes. I remember going. Not just a cow. What is it? It's a milk cow. No, it's a bull. Oh, it is a bull. His name's Elmer. Oh, his name is Elmer. I thought. Do you know who he's married to? No. <laughs> what? I know. He's married. Who is he married to? Elsie the cow. Elmer and Elsie. Yes. Of the glue factory. No. Oh. Elsie of the Borden factory. Oh. Borden Dairy. Borden Dairy's cow is married to Elmer Glue's bull? Yes. Wow. I would not have guessed that in a Because they're the same company. Ah. Uh... Can you guess Why? And it's not that they boiled down cows. Okay, so we have Borden, which is a food company. Yes, they make milk products, milk products. ice cream, yeah. And Elmer's, which, oh, because the horns on the bull are used to make no. the glue. Oh, no, I don't know. Casein. Ca- casing. Do you know what casein is? Not Ca- casing. Casein? Uh-huh. No, I have no idea what casein is. Casein, well, anybody who's ever made cheese knows exactly what casein is. Um, so it is- Is it ba- like rennet? Yes. Okay. It's used to make cheese. Okay. But it also makes great glue. Oh! So it's a byproduct of the dairy. Yes. That they used to make glue. Oh, smarty. But they didn't want to put Elsie on the glue because that would be confusing because people might try to drink the glue. (laughs) So they were like, hmm. So Elsie came first. Elsie was first. And then Elmer. And then Elmer. And then they have a calf. (laughs) They have a child. Oh, my gosh. Oh, in the 50s, they had coloring books and birthday party guides. And Elmer and Elsie and their calf went on vacation and met other people. And Wait a minute. Yeah. There was cow-themed birthday parties? Yeah. Okay, I want a cow-themed birthday party. You got it. <laughs> you got it. What's funny is the front of it has Elmer and Elsie and their calf, like, around a table with a birthday cake on it. And one little blonde-haired girl. Like, what are they going to do to her? <laughs> It's her birthday party, I think. They're like, ah, let's celebrate the human. Wow. Do they ever talk? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But Elsie always wears an apron. Okay. To cover her udders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. You can't have the udders showing. <laughs> But yet she has cleavage. I can never look at Elmer's glue again. She has cleavage. She has cleavage. So she must like wear like a push-up udder thing for the top two. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. Uh, push-up udder bra may be the name of the episode. I know. I know. Uh, wow. I, but I still don't know. I I understand why they didn't want to put Elsie on it, but it's it it's comes it the casein comes from milk and that comes from a female cow. Why did they put a bull on it? I don't know. He doesn't make milk. No. I don't want to know about his milk. No. And they don't make glue from that. No. So I thought maybe the horns. I but. think no. I think it's just well that would be cruel, wouldn't it? <laughs> No, I think it's just that they didn't they didn't trust people to tell the difference between like Elsie and Clarabelle, you know, like uh, two, I can see that. two girl cows. Yeah. So, yeah, they just gave her a husband. Oh, OK. And Elmer's was successful right away because their biggest competitor at the time was a company called LePage that made uh, permanent glue uh, out of fish offal. Wow. So if your choices were 
fish offal glue that apparently smelled like fish offal. And Elmer's, you chose Elmer's. (laughs) Yeah. And it's still around. There we go. Yeah. And I also learned about meat glue, but we're not going to talk about that. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. So uh, Rookwood goes back to work uh, after molesting his adopted daughter and gets a shovel to the head after he says, What are you doing By someone in a black cloak. Which is like- And a crossbow. Oh, no, 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 no. no. That's the next episode. That's the next episode. (laughs) But he may as well say, Oh, it's you. Yes. (laughs) What are you doing here? Yes. And then thunk. Whammo. He gets wackadoodled right on the head. Meanwhile, it's a good fake injury, by the way, when they show the big cut on his oh, head. It it's a good job. Good. It is a good job. Now on to our next show, Police Perverts. <laughs> what are they doing? Periscope up. What are they doing? I don't know, but Henry's on to them because he pops up from the other side of the wall. <laughs> so Murdoch and George They're just trying it out. are testing out Murdoch's new device. The circumscope. The circumscope. Which sounds like a medical procedure. <laughs> Which includes the Bracken Reed's opera glasses, opera glasses which, I love, I which is me. all great. Murdoch's reaction is like, well, um, uh, I, I'll, I'll make sure he gets him back. Thank God this scene is here because it's necessary. It's necessary. And then George, like George is now in a carry on movie. Yes. He's like, oh, God. (laughs) You expect his eyeballs to come out of the top of the periscope and bulge out and then go back. Because that woman is, okay. She's undressed. She may as well be in her bra, beating out a rug. What is she doing in the middle of the day, beating on a rug outside her window? You don't want to get dust on your dress. I, oh. So you do it in your underwear. Don't you house clean in your underwear? No, I do not. <laughs> Murdoch did not invent the periscope. No, I don't think he And did. it wasn't even new at this time. In 1895, it no. wasn't even new. Do you want to guess how old periscopes were by 1895? I like would when say, they were actually invented? I would say... And I'm going to remove from the equation any ancient Greek I- inventions that are rumored. Okay. So it's not that. Then I'm going to say that the French era, uh, French intellectuals in the 18th century were obsessed with optics. Mm-hmm. So I would think that maybe them, maybe Galileo, maybe. Those aren't bad guesses. Yeah. It is a French person, but it's in the 1850s. Okay. It's, it's 40 years before this. Yes. At first I thought it was a woman. Oh, okay. Because this... French person's name is Hippolyte? Hippolyte? Yes. H-I-P-P-O. Hippolyte. Hippolyte? Maybe. Hippolyte Marie Davy. Okay, so that's clearly a dude. Uh, they can't see you do that, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Roll your eyes and put your hands up in the air. Uh, he designed the first exemplar of a periscope specifically for use in a submarine. Yes, because they had submarines. Way crude, earlier than you think they did. Crude submarines yes. in the Civil Death War. Death traps underwater. Yes, they, they were were like, let's go to Mars. You're not coming back. Yeah. Vehicle kind of submarines. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the idea of putting mirrors at opposite ends of a tube so that you could see up or around was already around, but he put together the first periscope specifically okay. for vertical yes. and extending. So it extended Ooh. and that's a big deal. It's got to extend. Otherwise you end up carrying around the circumscope, which is like three feet long and you look like an idiot, right? Sort of like they do later on in the factory. P- pretty much. 
But but this is oh what, what is it Chekhov's what Chekhov's gun? Yes, this is I Chekhov's ca- circumscope because ca- you know they've got to use it I later have a in the note episode. Later on, called Chekhov's circumscope. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they've got to use it. Yep. It, they, so they find Rookwood's body. He's been hit over the head. They find the shovel I pretty so easily. I so want his name to be Rockwood. It's Rookwood. I don't, I don't know why, but I, I want to call him Rockwood. It's a blackbird on yes. a stick. Yes. Rookwood. Um, Rookwood. That's what their logo should be instead of that poorly hodgepodge sign that they've got. Well, and then Watt, the, the most useless character of all time. Yeah, he's really unnecessary. Yes. So when they find him, though, and Julia's there... Though her hands are covered in blood, of course. <laughs> now let's, let's that place, that pen where the body is. Absolutely clear. That is a foot deep of manure. Oh, at least, at least you cram all those horses in. They're supposed to be old, knackered horses. They're they're crowded. They're not in stables. They're not separated like they're yep. used to. They're gonna be pooping all over the place. People are like, oh, look at this barn. It's so beautiful. We should refurbish it. It will smell like cow poop. Forever. Forever. And ever. And so would that place. But shoe prints, hoof prints, whatever. Farms they are, would be in manure. Farms not in nice dirt. Are giant piles of manure. <laughs> I just... Maybe it's a robbery gone wrong. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. And also, they could not have found prints, like footprints. No. No way. Now, there's already people walking all over the place. Never mind the fact they mention rendering vats, but no one talks about the horrific smell that would be permeating oh, everything. It's so bad. It would be everywhere. It's so bad. Okay, but I have a question about the night with Rockwood. Mm-hmm. He sees a cloaked figure. Mm-hmm. Messing with the horses. What? Why does he go down? To stop the person from messing with the horses. Okay. If Flora didn't... If Flora, Flora's the killer. If Flora went there to kill him, mm-hmm. what is she doing? Making her way to his office door, but through a lot of horses and poop. Okay. <laughs> is she it's just going to go upstairs and kill him? Yeah. Okay, why doesn't she just go upstairs and kill him? She doesn't get there. He gets to her first because she's trying to weave her way between a bunch of horse butts. Uh, There's a lot of horses. There are a lot of horses. I'm impressed with how many horses they fit in there, actually, and cameras and actors and everything. They yes. really make it look crowded with horses. Yes. They're good horses to not be all kicking each other and stuff. That would have probably been kind of a dangerous scene to shoot, oh, really. I agree. You know what I don't like? What? I hate him. First of all, he says we're fraternity brothers. Okay. And, and then he... <laughs> okay. I have to explain it to our friends in America. Other, other places. When he says fraternity brothers, yeah. he means they're Masons. Ah. Not okay. college fraternity no, brothers. No. College okay. fraternities are not a thing in Canada, and they're not a thing in England. Okay. So he's saying that they're both Masons. Yes. This whole I crazy- hold that less against him then. I thought they were frat bros. No, no. This incredibly weird Greek system of fraternities that is prevalent in America that I thought, I thought, quite honestly, as a child, because I probably saw Animal House too young, mm. that it, the whole thing was a joke. Mm. Like, they couldn't possibly be doing these stupid things. Yeah. Living in a college town where three quarters of the fraternity houses are on a cease and desist right now. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like that. It's They're insane. worse than that. It is literally insane. That's okay. Because so they that's wound what up, he means. That's what he means. Though. They wound up conquering the world of adhesives Adhesives. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew we would conquer the world of adhesives? <laughs> like, 
Why would you say it that way? We're the kings of glue. I don't recall anything weird. Oh, but there was an argument. Yeah. It's just horrible. Well, at least he volunteers that. And then Murdoch rides on the sidewalk again. It really bothers you when he rides <laughs> really on the sidewalk. It bothers me when he rides on the sidewalk. You know why he rides on the sidewalk? Uh, mostly because the road would be covered in poop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, in reality, the road is covered in tarmac, and they don't want to film that <laughs> yeah. and show that, so they have to make him ride on the sidewalk. Yes. Why is Baker's House for Girls called Baker Distributing House? I don't know. Is it because they distribute girls? <laughs> I guess so. It really bothers me. Distributing House really bothers me. Yeah. When Flora says that her husband says they should acquire a girl, it really bothers oh. me. Not adopt a daughter, adopt one of those poor orphans. No. We should acquire a girl. Yes. Uh, okay, it's out of my system. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Flora's dress has a lot of weird buttons. Why? And why are there such giant fake paintings in their house? Uh, that's a hard, it's hard to set dress for a house that's yeah. supposed to be really wealthy and full of useless tchotchke stuff. There was some trouble with the house. No crap. Really? <laughs> but that's not the trouble they're talking about. No. But, okay, can we go back to the buttons oh, for a second? I have an unfortunate note. What? Oh. What? I have a note that says small things when it's <laughs> They do have trouble <laughs> They do have trouble finding Gorman. <laughs> oh, I'm a horrible. I'm a horrible person. Okay, before Flora goes into her morning clothing, yes. before she's in black, yes. she has on this burnt orange dress. Yes. That has buttons in Utterly random places. And why isn't she in black already? That's too fast. Too fast? Yes. Plus, she's happy. Yeah. It has buttons, like, around the armholes as if the sleeves button on, which, okay. She can rip them off and be like, Like breakaway sleeves? Breakaway wrestling style. Uh, Maybe she should have done that the night before. Maybe. But then there's also just like buttons decorating the lapel and they're just like i don't get it once we uh if we continue on in murdoch the woman who does the costumes is very active on instagram yeah she does the costumes now we will try to get her on the show so all i could think i'm sorry to go on about it but all i could think was that the sleeves actually do button off of the dress to make it maybe more wearable so you can wear it with and without the sleeves so you could wear a blouse underneath it that would show out right or maybe there's a different color sleeve you could add to it and then they just put the other buttons on to distract you from those buttons pay no attention to the buttons like I know there's a zip on your fly, but I added five or six extras around the pants so nobody would notice that one zipper. (laughs) I don't get the logic of that, but okay. Murdoch tries to be a human here, not a robot. Sorry about your father. I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, uh, not my dad. Second of all, really bad dude. Third of all, good riddance to bad trash. We only say goodbye when we're ready. Goodbye! (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say goodbye to him a long time ago. There's a close-up of a woman buying a potato. Just one. One potato. Potato. That's all she needs. Don't buy more potatoes than you need. Or it turns into our potato bin. Oh, that was scary the other day. They had eyes. And we return to the morgue of flirting. (laughs) No, it's the morgue of whacking. Well. Whack-a-melon. Whack-a-melon. Whack-a-whack-a-whack-a. 
That's a lot of watermelons that get destroyed here. Whacked, wasted watermelons. Yes. <laughs> Those watermelons are perfectly good. I'm sure there are constables who would have liked to have had a piece of watermelon. Boy, all that bicycle riding has created big muscles for me to touch. <laughs> Not that big. I can't stand like this for very long. The killer is 5'4". So you said you don't understand how they could have got the footprints, the, the shoe impressions, but... Well, just because the horses would have trampled them. The That's horse, a- the horses would have trampled them, yeah. But otherwise, I think it's because they were dainty welly prints that would yes. have probably sort of stood out. Yes, <laughs> me. Like they may as well have had like little rubber ducks on them or something, <laughs> you know? Like now, Murdoch is a good boss here with Crabtree Henry because oh. Henry's having trouble with the footprint. Oh yes. They're not using plaster. No, they're, they're using, what are they using? Like flour or something? No, some kind of resin. They mix resin. it up and heat it. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe they're using the glue. Maybe. No, Crabtree's like on it in this episode. He finds the shovel. He does. He figures out the 10-day rotation of horse stealing. In the worst game of chess ever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. He's on it. So we also have what I think is the best part of the episode here, when the kids totally own the officers. Absolutely. And they would, too. Yep. They just take off, and they steal Murdoch's bike. And they bite George. <laughs> and they bite George. <laughs> These are kids off the streets, Mark. These are ruffians. Lord's name. <laughs> He's like, but, but, oh, good God, my bike. Why does Murdoch have Coptic boxes in his office? Why not, Mark? Why not? It's weird, weird, weird. And then we have Brackenreed being, wow, just... Somebody from a Dickens novel? Over top. These are public trash. Have you ever been to the East End? It's filth. <laughs> These kids are urchins. Bernardo Holmes. So Bernardo Holmes are started in England. They're all over the Commonwealth. They're part of this network. What's weird is the word Bernardo because in Canada, he's a well-known serial killer now. It's not the same guy, but that name in Canada. Yeah. Especially Southern Ontario. Well, I would hope a serial killer didn't found a home for wayward children and it became a network. Bad enough what Paul Bernardo did. (laughs) They are distributing houses. Yes. By the way. So Crabtree and Murdoch are a good team in this episode. I agree. When they go to Gorman's door and knock, Yes. Well, I guess he's not home. Yep. And then they just stand they do, there. They do the pretend walk away. Uh-huh. Stomp, stomp, stomp. And they don't have to say, okay, we're going to do this here. Like, that's good writing, too. Yeah, they just pause. Yep. And he comes out, and they grab him. And he is... He's diminutive, but diminutive. he's not He, but he's 5'4". No, no, and no. He, and he doesn't have little rubber wellies, but he is living it up. He is. Because he's blackmailing his boss. Yep. But that gravy train has hit the station. You could get ganders, glanders in here, he says in the interrogation room. What? Glanders. Is it like glandular fever? Is an infectious disease that is caused by a bacterium Burkholderia malia. When people can get the disease, uh, glanders is primary a disease affecting horses. It also affects donkeys, mules, and can naturally be contracted by other animals such as goats, dogs, and cats. So is he trying to insinuate that all the Policemen smell like horses? Yeah, kind of. So it's invisible manure and they're tracking yeah. it around? Yeah. He, <laughs> okay. he totally insults the police station here. Because it smells I was bad. at the opera. He's fancy man. And Rosenhaus. 
which it was an actual place, the Rosin House Hotel. It was located at King & York, which, of course, now King & York is all giant, huge buildings. Skyscrapers. Yep. Fancy coffees. But I used to go in that neighborhood. Well, I used to work in that neighborhood, so. And then we get to find out that the boy that the valet claims to have seen and that other people have referred to and that didn't bite Crabtree but probably stole Murdoch's bike No, he didn't is b- Eva's brother, Charlie. Yes. What do you think of this kid's accent? Well... Uh, I think (laughs) you think he watched a little bit too much Oliver Twist. I think he watched a little too much Oliver Twist. Oi, Govna! Oi, Govna! You can't eat your meat till you finish your pudding. Yep. (laughs) It's hard to be a child actor. I think the child actors in this episode do really well. Yes. But he's a little like, I think him and Bracken Reed are going to have a fist fight. I know. Well, the kid says he's going to take the hide off of Brackenreed or something yeah. like that. Like, Brandon Brackenreed mentally is suddenly nine again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You and your flat cap. Yep. So Murdoch figures out the boys robbed Rookwood after he died, but they yes. didn't kill him. No. Right? They swarm him. Are, she, are you sure they didn't kill him? Brackenreed's like. Because, you know, they're street urchins. They're bad. Filth. Are you sure? Filth. They probably did it. They were probably stacked three high wearing a long overcoat. Yes. And they did it. You want something 5'4"? It's probably three urchins stacked high. In an overcoat. Carrying a shovel. It was them. Whammo. Like a watermelon. (laughs) No, they just swarmed him like cockroaches and took away all of his valuables. (laughs) But they didn't kill him. That montage... From yeah. above. Yeah. And then like, and they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Murdoch figures out that the horses. There were some had horses shoes. had shoes and they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have had shoes because who shoes a horse that's going to the vets? Mm-hmm. So Watt goes, yeah, the, we the did. vats, not the vets. Yes, and Watt goes, yeah, we do that, but it wasn't me, even though it's still going on. I know about it. I make money off of it, but it wasn't my idea, and I haven't done anything to stop it. And we get them so to So I'm do not it. at fault. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we involve kids in doing it. Yeah. But I never talked to him, though yep. I knew about it. The didn't children stop it. were all his thing. Rookwood liked the children. Yes. Yeah, we know all about that. Okay, let's talk about these chess pieces. Okay, so this is to imply that George is smarter than the average bear. Mm -hmm. And it does a great job, Mm -hmm. right? Because George and Henry could easily become Keystone Cops. Oh, yeah. And they do. (laughs) At At times. At times. But this is... He's got a map of the city and he's got the chess pieces. And he's marked out all of the horse thefts over the last few months on the map. Now, okay. If you were to represent horse... Horse thefts, horse thefts, using chest pieces. Mm-hmm. What pieces would you use? I would start with knights, but there are more thefts than there are knights. Yes, but so there are, there's 13 white pieces in the original shot and one black piece. That represents the glue factory and tannery. Which is a pawn. Yeah, I but put, it's black. I would have put. Really? Are you? Do you care that much about which piece he used? The fact that it's a different color to represent the factory versus all the thefts, I think, is more important. There, 
is an Easter egg in this. Oh, okay. What are the other pieces in a um, chess piece set? There's all the royalty. Yeah. Okay. There's so there's the king, king and queen, the king and the bishop, queen, the knight, the bishop, and then the, and the pawns and, and the, the pawn. castle and the castle. And what's the castle usually represented by? A castle, a turret, like a, a tower. A, yeah, a tower. Yeah. Did you notice where the only tower is? No. Is it where CN Tower is? It, where CN Tower is? Oh my gosh. Are you sure you're not wearing your... I am absolutely sure. No, 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 no. You didn't let me finish. Are you sure you're not wearing your foil hat? Because, wow, that is conspiracy deep there. Are you... Clearly right on the the shore of Toronto. I'm impressed that you picked that out. On the western side of the shore of Toronto. You're not giving them... A bunch of credit that they that, don't deserve. Are you sure? If they did it by luck, it's amazing. But there is a tower chess piece where the CN Tower is. Now. That's cool if they did it on yeah. purpose. Yeah, we'll have to put a picture of it in the in the. Uh, if if they didn't, do how it on could purpose, they not do it on purpose? I don't know. If they didn't do it on purpose, that that's like numerology shit you're coming <laughs> up with over there. You can bleep me on that. Like there was a two and a five, so obviously that means fifty two, and that's how many weeks of the year there are. And so they must have thought <laughs> that it was going to be one year until there was another horse theft. Why is it every ten days? I don't know. Okay, but George figures out where the next two. Possibly could be, mm-hmm. but doesn't do the last part, which is in these in these shows to show that he's coming along but not there yet. Yeah, the detective he's one and step the short of the best plan. Have to finish it. What up. is the barn joke in that scene? The barn joke. He says there's two barns that haven't been hit yet, so they must be the next target. And they're like barn, and he says barn, and they're like barn. Oh, and he says stable, fine. It's because does he say barn funny? Because he's from Bracken, Newfoundland. Bracken Reed says barn funny. Oh, okay. Because he says, "Is it barn? Barn, like a baby? Yeah, a barn. Yeah, it's Bracken Reed that says barn funny." Well, when they catch Charlie, Bracken Reed calls him. Well, they use Chekhov's periscope to do this. Yes, Bracken Reed calls him a two-bit tea leaf. He calls him a toe rag too. Yeah, but do you know why he calls him tea leaf? Because he's a thief. Yes, it's rhyming slang. Rhyming slang. Yeah. Right? So I went looking for other slang of that era for thieves. Okay. And I found two really good ones. Okay. Are you ready? A twalker. Okay. That kid's a twalker. He's a twalker. You want to guess where twalker comes from? No. T-W-O-C-K-E-R. Twalker. No. T-W-O-C stands for take without owner's consent. Okay. Wow. That's quite a long way to get a name. So twalk is to steal. Yep. So you're a twalker. Okay. But Do you my, know where toe rag comes from? It's yeah, because it's people who were too poor to have socks, wrap their feet in cloths, and they were really gross. Yeah. Uh, my favorite slang for a thief is Saint Nicholas's clerk. Oh, why is that? We a- were held up by a Saint Nicholas's clerk or a clerk of Saint Nicholas. You want to guess why? Why? Because Saint Nicholas is the patron saint of thieves. Oh, well, he, I'm glad he doesn't break into the house every year. Did you know there were patron saints for sins? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought there'd be a patron saint of people like trying not to steal or reformed thieves or people who are victims of theft, but not the thieves. No, I think there are because they can be saved. Well, I needed to know. So I started looking up patron saint of and just putting in, you know, adultery, murders, whatever. Periscopes. From, no, the, (laughs) the, the, the deadly sins. Yeah. There is also a patron saint of murderers. 
Yeah. But the combination of things that this saint is responsible for is incredible. Of, of it's, the, of, it's, it, the patron saint of murderers is Julian the Hospitaller. Okay. Okay. We know what a hospitaller is. We know what a hospitaller right? is. Right. It, it has nothing to do with a hospital. Nope. It's about hospitality. Yeah. Right. It's like an inn. Yes. A host of a inn. They did occasionally have sick people there, but it was mostly like a hotel. But Julian is also the patron saint of the following, in addition to murderers. Murderers, okay. Clowns. Clowns. Circus workers. Innkeepers, I get. Yep. Fiddle players. Okay. Jugglers. Sort of circus. Goes with circus. And childless people. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So if you are a juggling clown who plays the fiddle and has no kids... Julian's your man. Julian's your man. <laughs> you twacker. He he saw his sister, but she was swank. Yeah. You know where that comes from? I don't know where swank comes Middle from. Middle high German word that means to sway. It's not much of a stretch to jump from swaying or swaggering oh, to okay. showing off. Gotcha. Ostentatiousness. That's what swank is. Which is where swag comes from. Yeah. It's not stuff we all get, which people think it is. It's not. It's no. from swagger. Yeah. Which is how you would walk if you're wealthy. And when you got a bunch of free goodies, you swagger. So then the horrible business comes out. It's horrible. <sighs> Rookwood was molesting Eva, yeah. who was brought into the home first as a lady's maid, as an employee, but then they adopted her. Yep. Flora is not a bad person. She nope. just wasn't a brave person until it was nope. too late. But then she was brave and she whacked him. Yep. And like a melon head. The best day of her life. And he deserved it. There's a band. <laughs> Flora caught him with Eva, and then she goes to the factory in her wee little welly boots. Yes. And hits him with a shovel. And her big cloak. Big cloak, (laughs) wee boots. (laughs) Those boots on the table look like a child's boot. Yes, she has small feet, very small feet. Murnock gets his bike back, but it's in pieces. It looks like all the pieces are sort of there. I love in the recap, she... He goes, Flora, what are you doing here? I was like in my notes, why didn't they show that at the beginning? It would have made everything so much easier. <laughs> I would have kind of given it away, I think. I guess. If we had seen that. Yeah. So then they go and harass the guy who runs the Baker. house. Baker. Did you notice how close Bracken Reed is standing to him? Yeah. Like super close. I think it's good. Yeah. They show up at his party wearing their badges. Yeah. To give him a talking to. Yeah. And he hears and he does something about it. Yep. He commits to it right then and there in front of everybody. Yep. We're going to fix our system. And maybe you're a little bit of Bracken Reed yourself. The end. <laughs> How much time is Flora going to do? I think the jury's going to be very sympathetic to her. Mm-hmm. So maybe four years suspended sentence. Maybe. Yeah. Did they have suspended sentences back I don't then? know. I think they're going to give her the very lightest sentence they can get away with. Absolutely. This is like, okay. And I think she's going to take Charlie in. There are other serious Murdochs, mm-hmm. okay? We're not saying there are not other serious Murdoch, but this this is the end of Dower Murdoch here. For quite a while. Like season two pushes hard on other things. Yeah. But but never it's never like this again. Yeah. They deal with serious issues, but they have a better balance in they an episode. They have a better tone. Yeah. This, this except for half-naked lady, the, the tone is weird in this episode. Yeah. Except for melon-whacking yeah. periscopes and stolen bicycles. Yeah. This is pretty serious. Yes. So I I think, for talking after the credits, I think Eva will do the minimal sentence. What, I mean, Flora will do the smallest sentence they can possibly and, give her. And Eva and Charlie, it have 
Eva's adopted, so she gets everything. See, she gets everything. She should go into the house with Charlie. Yeah. And living it up. Come on, Charlie. I know a valet who will come back and work for them. He's a valet. Valet, sorry. I know why you want to say valet, but it's valet. It's valet. It rhymes with pallet. Pallet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I would have Gorman back. He is still a blackmailer. He is still a blackmailer. He may not have been a thief, but he's a blackmailer. Yes. Instead of reporting Rookwood for what he was doing, That's he just blackmailed true. him. He just kind he's of not good. No. No, you don't want him back. No. Now Murdoch's going to have to put his bike back together. You'll like that, though. Probably. It'll be bigger. Drives on the street. Better, faster, stronger. He's not the $6 million Murdoch. <laughs> no, that's in a later season. So that is season one, episode 10, Child's Play. If you watch this episode and watch, oh, I don't know, the Halloween episode from season 10, you would not think these two shows were the same show. Oh, gosh, no, no. It gets, it, 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 there is so much more fun. It's so bonkers. It's so one. And next, next episode, there's a cloaked killer with a crossbow. Like, it's full on bonkers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the next episode, episode 11, is very much um, an example of why, if you like Midsummer, you can like Murdoch. And then Prince and Rebel is episode 12, and that's just Keystone Cops. Yeah. It's fantastically Keystone yeah. Cops. Yeah, we're in for a couple of lighter episodes. And then Annoying Red Planet, which is just... <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It, it just, they just ratchet it, ratchet it, ratchet it. One of my favorite characters makes his debut. Yeah, yep. the looniness yep. uh, just goes up a level for each episode after this one yeah. in this season. But before that, on the 8th of May, you'll once get Annette again, Badlands. Annette Badlands, and we're raising money for target ovarian cancer. Anything you spend at the shop between the 1st of January, if you want to go back in time, and the 1st of June, we're going to double it, send it off to target ovarian cancer. Yes. And you'll hear her talk a little bit about that in the episode, too. The episode talks about Midsummer. It also talks about Ted Lasso. It talks about her early life in theater and also travel stories. And Oh, she's so funny. And why she's so interested in helping people out. Yeah. Uh, it's just fantastic. It's really good. All right. Until then. Bye, Maniacs. Bye, Maniacs. <laughs> Because Charlie didn't bite Mer- uh No. Charlie didn't bite Crabtree. Charlie didn't bite Crabtree's finger. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, Charlie. Ow, don't steal my bike. <laughs> <laughs>